<laughs> Sorry, I'm late. Oh, I'm <laughs> three minutes late. I'm not only I'm not only late. I just I just realised I didn't do the show notes. <laughs> oh no! How quickly it's can just, I do show notes? That's while pretending it. to listen to Hendo. Wing it. Um. How about we just at least whilst do you're the... doing whilst you're doing um show notes, can I tell you a funny story? Please do. So I bought a new bed last weekend from IKEA. Okay. Because my old bed is like when I, you know, got divorced like fifteen or more years ago and that sort of thing, and it was the first piece of furniture I bought <laughs> when I had nothing else and that sort of thing when I first moved back over here from Perth. And um, I thought oh, it's about time that I uh, change that out. And yeah. um, so picked out this nice bed from IKEA with the drawers underneath it and all that sort of thing because I don't have a lot of storage here in the apartment. And um, so I went out to IKEA, had a bit of a look around. I said, yeah, okay, I'm going to order it online. So order online, got delivered on a Sunday, which I thought was really impressive. That right? is impressive. Well, when did you order it? Saturday. It was like next day delivery. Jesus. Sick. All right. So, so I'm basically, I'm, um, you know, on the Sunday, I was like, you know, do a bit of, a bit of life admin and all that sort of stuff. And then I go, I'm going to put this fucking bed together. All right. So I start putting the bed together and there's like a bed head thing. And that was like a separate thing. And that all went together well and all that sort of stuff. And then I went to put the bed together and I got to like step I think it was like 14 of like 30 something. It was a bed. It was pretty complicated with drawers and all that sort of shit. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I've been there. and and um and one of the pieces, like it's the the foot part of the end of the bed, didn't look like the picture. Mm. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't look right. Cause you had to put the the rails in for the drawers, and then it yeah. had the little bolt to for the corner, right? Big, big thick bolt sort of thing. And the big thick bolt thing was around the other way. And I got to the point where I was like trying to put this bed together. I went, hang on a second, these draw rails are going to be on the outside. This piece, this, this piece has been mismanufactured. And it's like three pieces of wood. And one of the pieces of wood was was put on the wrong way. It'd be very unlike IKEA to do that. It's very unlike IKEA. It took, like I literally sat there for an hour going, what's going on? No, this isn't right. And I just came to the conclusion. That this thing had been mismanufactured, which is really fucking rare for IKEA. That's a, a big call. And so before I went and set up the bed, I actually put my old took my old bed apart and put it downstairs and tried to put it on Facebook Marketplace. And that's a whole nother fucking story. And um and and my put my mattress in here in, in the office, right? And um I get on a the the internet on my phone and set up a chat. So that's how you can't call IKEA, you chat with them. Right? I'm impressed you can even do that. You get on chat because the thing is, you get on this website if you have trouble putting the thing together and they'll give you a hand. I could imagine so, you are not the first person to contact IKEA about having problems putting together their shit. Probably happens all the time. Yeah. And they're, and they're always in the right. Well, not this time. So it turns out I sent them some photos, that sort of thing, emailed some photos through. And lo and behold, turns out, yep, that piece was mismanufactured. Wow. So, and I couldn't continue putting the bed together, right? And so basically 
my bedroom contains a half assembled bed. And I said to the guy on the chat, okay, can we get can I get this thing replaced? He goes, Yeah, you can replace that box that the part came in. And that's the thing. I'm like, yeah, cool, no worries. Uh, when are you gonna send that out? And I said, Tuesday week. Oh, that's not so, as good as the original delivery. So on so last Sunday night, I slept, had the mattress behind me here, and I slept in my in the office, right? And then for the rest of this week, I've basically pushed this half-assembled bed over to one side of the bedroom, dragged my mattress back here. I'm sleeping on the fucking floor in my own house at the moment. Well, that's very and, fucking annoying. And um and and I'm waiting until next Tuesday when I get this bed. When, when they said that, did they say see you next Tuesday? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's 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 IKEA, and then and then selling the old bed. Fuck me, Facebook Marketplace. Oh my god! I bought my bed on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, so I'm keeping the mattress, selling the bed frame, selling yeah. the bedside drawers to go, go with that sort of thing, right? Facebook Marketplace, sixty bucks. It's a good deal. Good deal, exactly. Right. Um, and um, and so two times this week, I've had it listed. Had someone go, oh, I'll offer you 50 bucks. I'm like, yeah, cool. No worries. You can, I'll, I'll negotiate a little bit. I'll take 50 bucks. Come pick it up this afternoon. Okay, cool. So I'm out of the house at the moment. I'll send you the address um, when I get back. So I'm certainly not going to send a stranger address to my house when I'm not there. Yeah. Pretty standard. And so I go back, send the address. So, all right, here's my address. Still good to come. Bring $50 cash. First guy doesn't show up. Yep. Like, okay, so I put the ad back up on Facebook Marketplace. And then this other guy goes, oh, I'll give you 50 bucks. Uh, and I said, yeah, cool. Got cash. Good. Yeah. I said, well, soon I was judging. I said, as soon as you can pick it up, is Thursday morning. You're right for Thursday morning. Yeah, I'm all right for Thursday morning. All right, cool. I said, I'm going to send you the address first thing Thursday morning. I'm usually up 5 6 o'clock in the morning. I'll send it to you. The latest you can be here is 10 a.m. because I had to go to the, uh, the, the Queensland Beer Awards. Event had to be there an hour early. I heard about this stuff. And, and lo and behold, 10 o'clock rolls around. Nah, didn't show up. Half past 10, yeah. nah, 20 to 11. Motherfucker's still not there. Yeah. Second guy, no shows. After confirming and everything. Yep. I'm like, fuck this shit. So basically many, I'm going to... How many people message you saying, is it still for sale? Oh, well, it's the default button. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> people are just lazy. Is this still available? Of course it's still available. That's true. Oh man! Um, Bring back the trading post. Trading post is good. Never had this even because pre qualified buyers. trade is pretty good. You have to spend money to yeah. And so it's just like that's twice now. So I'm going to relist it again, and um, and I'll just say, look, if anyone just makes an offer, it's like, right, come pick it up today or get out of my life. For the sake of fifty bucks, just fucking give it away, mate. Oh, and the number of people that go, oh, do we deliver it? I'm like. It's a $50 bed, right? Sort your shit out. I, I'm just not a fucking delivery service. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't you want know. to deliver. Oh, it. oh can you, will you take pay ID? Fuck, no, I won't take pay ID. No, that's dodgy. They're trying to scam you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a no, scam. No, I won't deliver it. No, I won't take pay ID. It's a $60 bed. Bring your damn cash. The $50 bed if you if you listen to this podcast. I'm prepared to negotiate. And, yeah. And 50 bucks was totally fair. I feel like if if one of the, if it was a qualified buyer, if it was one of the twelve wants to buy your bed, you'd probably do forty, based on that conversation. 
They come pick it up tomorrow. I don't give a shit. There you go. Okay, so if you're listening to this, one of the twelve, you want a you want a forty dollar bed. Nothing wrong with this bed, right? It's been manufactured properly. I'll put a I'll put a link to the ad. Yeah, yeah. In the group, the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> you got a beer? I I kind of do. Yeah, I I was just oh, started okay. the pipeline pale. I've got beer. I've got a sponsored beer. Oh well, oh okay, that's new. We haven't had one Long of those time for a while. between sponsored beer. Not only is it sponsored beer, it's a sponsored beer that requires one of these. Oh, wow. Okay. Come on. I've got one of those. It's not worth anything anymore, personally, but. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it's not one of your fucking Alpha Team ones. It just says Black Ops Ambassador. Oh, I've got one that says A1, but unfortunately it's. Yeah. I know um, have shares, so there you go. So I've got a, this uh, heads of heads of Noosa limited release series Munich Dunkel. How'd that go in the awards? They didn't enter. Heads didn't enter at all. I don't think. Really interesting. Yeah. Few few big name breweries not entering. Yeah, there was a few notable missing uh, missing breweries. There was. Why do you think uh, that is? Cash or? Oh yeah, a little bit of that. A little bit of bloody uh, not feeling it. That sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> who else was there? Yeah, that was uh, uh Ben Cree from uh, from Heads of Noosa sorted me out there, dropped it down to Show um, us the beer, and we'll do a little fucking screenshot for the glass is dirty. Shit. Oh, wow, don't show us that, just show us the I'll can. Sh- I'll show the bottles. <laughs> it's not a can, it's a bottle. Remember bottles? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I remember those. Actually, I didn't need mine in it. What did you get? Mountain culture. Oh, is it a fresh one? It's um, or is it still it's the new. November it's, one? It's new to my fridge. Yeah, it's November. Yeah. Mm. That is a tasty beverage. Oh my um, god, that's so good. Well, that's good. You're still getting sponsored beers. That's that's cool. Yeah. Good on the thanks to the guys from Heads of Noosa for sending that through. So our episode today has well, I obviously had zero prep, which I only just figured out. Yeah. Well, that's because it's Friday and not Thursday. Well, there's that and there's I've got the kids and there's there's a lot of shit going on. But yeah. I do have a massive list of Hendo Reacts. And <laughs> I, there's probably some questions in the group I haven't checked. And there was also a big event yesterday. So I figured we stick yes. to the Queensland Beer Awards. And, yes. And um, Hendo Reacts. A bit of Hendo Reacts and I can see that. how that goes for us. And, I mean, beer news is... Kind of fucking boring, anyway, isn't it? So yeah, well, we're gonna we, we decided another, we're gonna change another, change things up a bit. So yeah, there was another VA. We're not going to talk about that. So no, uh, we don't. Let's talk about uh, that. let's let's talk about the uh, the Royal Queensland Beer Awards. So first of all, let's let's address the elephant in the room. Oh, oh there's an elephant in the room. Well, there's a there's a well, there's only one trophy behind you, but I believe there's another trophy to talk about. Oh, there is another trophy to talk about. Yeah. I want to hear about this. I actually missed this. I only, I only realized that when I saw your post. I missed this from yesterday's activities in the group. Um, yeah. I didn't realize there was a trophy. Yeah, there was. Uh, very, very exciting. So the, the Froth Rookies Brewing Company, which is the Tafe Queensland, uh, you know, brewing company, uh, won the trophy for the best amber dark ale. That's amazing. It's huge. Huge. Huge news. Is it the first time? Um, a, a, I mean, is there other tape groups that even enter awards? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Right? Uh, I don't think so. Um, definitely not. Um, definitely just, first trophy for the Froth Boogies. There's been medals. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. We, we've, yeah. Got, we've gotten gold medals before. Yeah. Well, one gold medal before at the Indies. Yeah. But 
Um, we got a gold medal for the for the uh, Froth Hockey's Brown Ale. So basically, that was a beer. So when you get to the end of the TAFE course, you get to brew what, what we call a finale beer. So basically, you go through the process of writing a recipe um, and brewing the beer on the on the on the kit at the brew lab, and um, um, and you know putting it into keg and selling it to some local bars and that sort of thing. And it's phenomenal. Um, it's um, it it was basically uh, I I had actually nothing to do with this beer whatsoever. Um, it was all Matty Wolf actually. Oh, nice! Um, I know that guy. He's yeah. one of the twelve. He is one of the twelve, and he put that beer together with his students because it was his his cohort. Um, and um, he <laughs> it's really funny because when we entered it, we we wanted to enter four beers, and because we don't brew that often, we had to like dig out beers from last year. So we dig dug out his finale beer for his cohort, which was the brown ale. It's kind of like a Nuki Brown sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then we dug out the um uh. The, the finale beer for the part-timers, which was uh, Schwarz beer, which was also, was really good. Nice. And he was like, he was like, nah, it's not that good. And I said, look, we just need to fill out the numbers. He goes, it's not that good. It's too acidic. It's too tart. It's going to be one. shit. Yeah. He was just, he just wrote it off. Wow. And, um, and so um, uh, anyway, so we go through it. So normally, right, in, in, in my position on the advisory committee, I'm doing like all of the, uh, you know, chats to the media and all that sort of stuff about it. Like I was on 4BC yesterday and stuff like that. And they usually send me through the day before the media release with all of the trophy winners. So usually oh. I rock up to the event and I already know all of the trophy winners. Because you have to speak at the thing, right? Well, I, yeah, I have to speak to the media about the trophy winners oh. and they want the news out to come out on the morning of the awards yeah. and that sort of thing. And so, um, And so they didn't send it to me this year. And they knew, and this is the thing the RNA did really, really well. And also Joss Erickson as well. I have to really shout out to her was that because in my, in my role this year, I was like, uh, what I call the, the chairman of judges, one of the chairman chairpersons of judges. So basically chief judge role. Um, so I wasn't privy to any of the beers as a judge, but Joss was right. Because she's steward. Right. And so she knew, she knew that, one of the tape beers came out for trophy round and it actually went to tiebreak. Oh. Yeah. So when it came out for trophy judging for best amber dark and tied, and so they put it over to another panel for a tiebreak and, and oh, it won. Wow. Yeah, so it was really good. And um uh and yeah, it was it was phenomenal. Um I was, you know, and and to win that trophy was huge, personally. You know, yeah, that's very. Cool. Um, it just it just goes to show that you know, a we're doing a good job um, at, in in the in the in the brewing program at TAFE. It means that we are creating brewers who set the standard of what beer should be like in the industry. You know, I didn't say that online, but I'll say it here. Yeah, is that if students can be uh can be taught to make beer that good then the industry should be doing the same 100 percent. i mean it's a good start you know? um and 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 so it's really good to sort of see that and i don't mean that you know sort of disrespectfully to the industry or anything like that I, i'm sort of coming from the angle of, is that is that we need to lift our quality we need to continue to lift our quality and that sort of thing and so if students are doing it then then the industry can do it and 
The other thing that was really interesting as well is that almost all of the trophies that were awarded yesterday had um, some influence from a TAFE graduate. So we, we call ourselves yeah. collectively Froth Rockies because that's the, our brewing company. Yeah. So there was there was always froth rookies. So partic- you know, particularly with um um with Hiker and and Phil um Sharp being one of the OG froth rookies from 2020 when it first yep. started. Um there was Daniel Thompson from Slipstream Brewing, who was the um uh the emer- who won the Emerging Brewer Award. That Slipstream got two trophies, I think, too, didn't they? But I'm just looking at um... them now. Emerging brewer, and they they won the champion small medium brewery. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, so that was awesome. Mm. And then, um, uh, and then, oh, what else was there? Um, was um, even during judging, there was one panel <laughs> where it was all froth rookies on the panel, but for. The table captain, yeah, who was from Lyon, and so we've got associate judges, we've got judges, and they're all TAFE graduates and that sort of thing, and and that was really cool. Um, and it was really cool when the when the that the, the Froth Rookies trophy was announced, like a third of the room were were were, you know, TAFE graduates or students and that sort of thing. Oh, they're like, nice. Was what so was good. the ceremony like? Because I obviously didn't go. But what was the? Oh, it's what... just that usual thing they do in the Woolworths Pavilion there, and yeah, and just Matt that Gay thing. made another John Farnham style comeback to be involved. Or... He did, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not giving a shit. I'm saying he's like he's more no, active no, now no, than before right. he retired. I'm saying. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think he's. I think they said it's his last one. So okay, you know. Was, um, it, was yeah. it suit and tie type situation, or was nah, it like shit, thongs no, and no, shorts? No. I did say to um to Ari from the RNA that we need a dinner. You yeah, know, the best um, thing about some... the Avis is the dinner. As much as you kind yeah. of whinge about it if you don't win, it is a mm. it is a good it's a proper event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, let's turn it into a dinner. And he's like, Yep, yeah, we'll do a we'll do a business case for that and that sort of thing. He's because apparently the RNA have tried it with wine, but with wine. People send wine from all over the country, so they're not going to fly in for it. But most, you know, you see, you know, it's like 250-odd people there yesterday. You'd, you'd make a dinner out of it, you know? Oh, 100%. All Queensland brewers, like, well, not all, but... Yeah. Well, most of most the... I mean, the, 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 it's open to Australia-wide, you know, breweries around Australia. It's not yeah. limited to craft brewers. Um, no. And we provide inbound freight um, across the... across. Um, uh, New South Wales and Victoria. So it's not that bad. It's quite often it, uh, interstate breweries that do very well in those awards. Yeah. Stompo did all right. So, you know, it was pretty good. So I was very happy results. with the overall result. Yeah. What have we got there? So have you got this little flippy boo thing? I don't know why they do this. Flip- Sorry, not to be a bitch, but you got to ditch this flippy book thing. This is so stupid. Well, the, the IBA do that as well. I hate it. Um, Green Beacon. Yeah. Wayfarer Tropical Pale Ale as champion pale ale. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty cool thing to see. Yeah, absolutely. See them still making a beer. Then you got um, Frost Rookies. you got Black Brewing with the champion Porter Stout. And then Ballistic are back. Uh, yes. Cool to see. Uh, that was uh, Coup de Gras. So that was the yeah. Oh, I think yes. Jake Jake was telling me it was the 
2022 coup de gras that they entered. Dude, this next one blew my mind. Champion Lager, Parenti Yes. Brewing. Yes. That's a fucking effort and a half. You need to try that beer, mate. Really? Like the I the almost old went I stuff. almost went there today. I didn't even know they were open. I was like, we had Nah, a day off today go. and I was like, we should go for a field trip, but it's 45 Go. minutes away. Yeah. The Pure Crisp uh, Munich Hellas was fucking mind-blowing. Wow. I I because I judged it so I didn't do a lot of um metal I didn't do any oh, I sat in the odd panel for metal judging and stuff like that but um the only judging I was just coordinating the other judges and stuff like that but the only judging that I did was the grand champion beer so Right. all of the trophy winners got got put together for um grand champion and and the pure Chris Parenti was in there and Wow. it was my it was my top beer I just said this Really? is so well done. was so clean, beautiful foam, nice and bright, wonderful complex malt, clean ferment. It was just absolutely mind-blowing. So Brennan's been doing a good job helping those guys get get up and running, right? Well, I'm pretty sure it's pretty much running show there, so it's his crew running it. So, yeah. How does that work? Is it is isn't it like the Starbucks guy, the not the uh, the uh, Zarafas guys business? Yeah, something like that. Brennan's making those But, beers, right? Or no? yeah, of course, yeah. It's very, very well done. Very, very well done. Huh? No, so they're And then making good lager. um, Moffat That's Beach that's getting that's got to be for probably the hardest one to win. You say? Do you think? for Champion Lager Yeah, like e easily? when's the last Queensland brewery that won that? Like it's not a, it's not a, it's Mm. not not an for easy a one while, to win. I don't think. Yeah. Sydney Brewery normally win it. Mm. Um, and then, of course, Moffat with Champion Stompos India won it. Pale Ale. Uh, yep, for Oh, Stompo a trilogy. won it with, with the Czech Pills. The Pilsner, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... The Archer Brewing uh, for Best European Style Ale was Archer Brewing Saison. Um, That's cool. That's still Crofty? that Or... no, 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 no. Crofty No? is the head brewer at Slipstream. Um, that's Oh, Chris okay. Fletcher Oh, there you go. Okay. and Ryan Westner, who's a froth rookie, uh, last year's student of the year. Wow. You want to know the interesting thing about the Archer Saison? Yeah. All Queensland ingredients. Oh, wow. And won the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Even hops. Even yeast. Wow. Oh, is it Queensland or is it Australian? No, they do a QPA all Queensland ingredients. Yeah, change It's the fucking all Australian story ingredients. immediately in It's that still episode. good, though. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Okay. Still good. Well, that's a still Um, a good. That's a still a good win. Maddie Cuthbert reduced best best session beer with the Reveler, which is trophied a lot of times now, which is great. That's amazing. Is that up against the 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 um the Moffat session or or not? Fucking not a bad effort. That's good. Uh, champion strong beer to Newstead for the alive birthday barley wine, That's amazing too. um, which is phenomenal. Uh, what else got here? Oh, Hudson Brewing for champion mixed culture beer, which was the out of your mind. I believe it was a mixed berry sour, uh, which was awesome. Nice. Uh, and then they had the um, so they also had a couple of new. Um, Category so they had the best artistic beer label, which went to Tentos for their culture kick margarita lime goza, That's cool. which is pretty good, and also best contract brewer, which went to Mouseproof, who uh, have a very very small brewery out in Toowoomba or towards Toowoomba, um, One of the 12 as well. and that's right, yeah, Pinto, yes, Yeah. who's also a froth rookie, Yeah. he's the head brewer, and uh, so they do a lot of production out of Slipstream, so uh, well done, and then Tomo getting the star. 
Brisbane Emerging Queensland Brewer. Let's talk about Hiker. Dude. Two trophies. Hiker are on a fucking tear. Fuck yeah, they are. Amazing. They are unstoppable. Yeah. At the moment. And do you remember I said that this time last year? I don't I don't remember you specifically saying I'm, I'm reminding I you. you. I said fucking watch them. Don't don't try and dead wrong me when I'm not wrong. I I'm not like gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not dead, not wrong, dead wrong me myself. Jesus. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, dude. Doing really th- th- good. Did you see the photo they put up of all the medals and the that were two trophies and mm. I mean I couldn't keep up with all those. Seventeen beers, but... seventeen medals. That's insane. Yeah. Incidentally. Also, how, how bur- can you afford to enter 17 beers? Jesus well, Christ. I, yeah, well, I, I helped them out because I paid for the two that were my two birthday beers. Oh, okay. And? Yeah. Uh, silver for the New Zealand Pilsner, gold for the Black IPA. Whoa. Yeah. And and bronze for the Adam beer, which we, we have to- Bronze for the Adam beer. In as well. I, I think they put the Adam beer into the wooden barrel-aged beer, and I think it should have just gone- I, th- I think that's what they- Actually, I've got the fucking- Got the results here. Bring it up. I, I'm, I can't bring it up yet um, because um, I've got all of the judge notes, which I'm going to be uh, reviewing over the weekend. You also can't so, search these stupid flippy book results. No, no, I've got a PDF. But, I've got a PDF. Yeah, okay. Um, so what did they enter it into? So yes, I have it. I'm not going to read it out because they're not officially released yet, but I do have the PDF of the uh Judge results raw, which I'm going to review over the weekend. Here we go. Adam Beer, Adam Beer. Oh, they got a gold for the um, Wee Little again. Third gold medal. Oh, here we go. Yes. Oh, so they put, yes, so they put the Adam Beer into smoke beer. Yeah, that's fair. And it got a bronze. So, um, oh, that makes sense. It could have gone pretty well straight into Adam Beer, and I think it probably would have done okay. But uh, sometimes when you read the style guidelines, you can take them a little bit too literally. Yeah. Um, but but still, good result. Yeah, fuck yeah. Amazing. 17 beers, all medals, yeah. two trophies, and how many goals? Like four or five goals? Yeah, something like that. Amazing. Um, then I, I, so I said to um, said to them, like, the only way you're going to top that is to enter 17 beers and get 18 medals. They could probably do it. If anyone could do mm. it, Hiker could do it. They are on an absolute tear. I, I think they can do it. And they fucking so, deserve it. It's so cool to see. Yeah. So cha- so Hiker got Best New Brewery and Champion Brew Pub. That's fucking awesome. Which is huge. So, um, And they basically absolute... won Gabs and then they, they got gold yes. in the Indies as well. They won a trophy in the Indies, yes. right? Gold medal in the Indies? They did something fucking awesome in the Indies. They might have got a trophy. Yeah, Maybe gold. Like anyway, they're fucking crushing it. Um, and so they did, but they didn't. So I saw Phil today. I, I, I was out there today. Um, didn't see Adam Shell out there. It's really weird. At Hiker, you went to Hiker. Yeah, I went to Hiker today. I had and to Adam go. Shell was not there. No, no, I had to drop some beers that off the, the so for some of the stewards, stewards and that sort of thing, and then yeah. go out to the brew lab to check on a beer. And uh, yeah, Adam Shell was not there. Was like, he dead? Fuck? Is he dead? Well. He, he judged a lot of beer over the last few days, and I haven't heard much of him over the last few, since yesterday. You see, this is the thing. I'm this my new dead. thing is like thinking people are dead. Like like today, um, Ma- I messaged Mazen. He didn't reply within like twenty mm. seconds, and he didn't mm-hmm. ring me. And I was like, Maz, he's definitely dead. 
It could be. Um, and then I rung him and he didn't answer. Yes. That's definitely dead if it's Mazin. He's dead. He's 100% dead. Oh, um, it's a but shame. It was all good. Five minutes later, he called me back and it's fine. He's not dead. Oh, I was going to say sorry for your loss. No, no, no. I'm just saying like Adam Shell could be dead is what I'm, is what I'm yeah, saying. No, I'm sure he's okay. I'm sure he's just <laughs> chilling out. Correct. After a busy, busy week, he he did a great job judging this week, and he was doing some content for Aussie Beer Voyage and that sort of thing as well. Yeah, so, which is on the Apple Podcast app. In case yes, you were wondering, because I was that is dead true. wrong. Go listen that. to it; it's really good. I had Annalise from Maddock on last I know. weekend. I love Annalise; she's the best. Which was really good. And so, um, so yeah, and and being at the awards uh, ceremony yesterday was amazing. Uh, speaking of Maddock, I saw young Noah. Um, you know, Jimmy and Annalise's son, he's 19. He's one of my, um, you know, graduate students and, um, wow. You, you know, Noah, don't you? I do not. I know Jimmy and Annalise, but I don't know. The... Uh, okay. So Noah he's he, when I first met him, he was a very shy, timid, didn't speak much, really ultra closed up introverted kind of guy in the first class. And so he he got the full um, Hendo experience the at, at the um, at the brew lab and that sort of thing. Me being quite strict and you know, straight up and all that sort of stuff. And I think that I, I don't know if that's had an influence on him, but you know um, Jimmy um, injured himself um, the other weekend when they had the event on. Oh, I, so, which I didn't go to, but we won't yeah. talk about that. So so Jimmy Jimmy's like laid up in bed with a with a sore back. And Annalise was down at the awards. Oh, sorry, no, she was she was judging. Sorry, um, and Noah was running the brewery by himself. Wow, nineteen, what a legend! So he came to the awards ceremony, and he just comes up to me, taps me on the shoulder. I was like, "Got a hendo," and he's like, just bright and bubbly and smiley. Oh, so happy for him! Hey, he's just doing such an amazing job. So those Belgians are really a different good. breed, though, aren't they? Yeah, they raise yeah. their children to be adults. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like we like yeah. we went to the um the Belgian restaurant down here that Ian Ian Watson who was he worked for us for a while um was keen to take the team out to a Belgian beer dinner and he took us to this restaurant and um they had their kid there serving the beers and this kid was like ten mm. the restaurant on the Gold Coast and the kid would come out yeah. with like the right right glass the right beer and he would describe exactly how the beer tasted because he had tasted all the beers and he knew exactly how they all tasted. And I was like, this is fucking wild. You guys are different. You can get your RSA at 16. I don't know about 10. Yeah. This, he, pretty sure he was 10. Pretty sure he was wow. 10. Um, all right. Impressive. Let's finish off this list. So we've got Moffat Beach. Yeah. St- for I mean, champion, uh, champion. Okay. So we've got. Uh, best, best Queensland beer show, best co- trilogy, best coast IPA. So yeah. that one beer, one champion IPA, best Queensland beer show, and um and grand champion beer. That's incredible. I, I don't think I've Man. I don't have that. I don't think I've had that beer. Oh, dude, it's great. I'm sure it is. I'm. I, I, I will. I'm. Yeah. So good. Um. Such a such a good beer, you know, and and um, uh, yeah, it was just so it's yeah, it's it's just yeah, beautiful, fragrant, hoppy beer. That's what that's what Moffat Beach are known for. 100%. And it was good to see. It was actually good to see Maddie and Shaz at the awards ceremony because they couldn't judge because um, they were 
uh, that there was COVID in the household, that sort of thing. So they couldn't judge, but um, it was good to see him at the uh, at the award ceremony. So yeah, this fucking Moffat Beach run is just something of fucking legend, isn't it? Hasn't stopped. It's been it's four years now. Insane. It's insane. Four or five years now. Wait, I think we might have even had a fucking over under on this, did we? Let me check. Did we? I think we might have an over under on like, will Moffat Beach win and by how much? Let, let me have a look. Our last over under. Oh, whoa. How, hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, we actually had how many Queensland Beer Award gold medals to members of the 12? Oh, we have got to count that. We'll have to count that. Hendo said 12. Dan said I, over. Oh, I, you, over. I, 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 so I think, you're, you're, so I think you're definitely going to be right there. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Let's, we don't even look at, need to look at that. I, you, no, you've you've got that one. Yeah. Yeah. That puts our over under at. Um, oh, that's that's a good. It's a little comeback. I'm at nine. You're at nine yep. and a half. Well, shit, eh? That's getting, that's getting pretty close. But yeah, yeah. Back, back to Moffat Beach. It, isn't it just mind blowing? So, so we had a comment in the group, which I, I don't know if you saw, I think it was David Jackson. Um, yeah, yeah. Made a comment saying they entered beers and they weren't happy with, he wasn't happy because he thought it was inconsistent with the feedback and whatnot, which I, I think. My take on that was, yes, the feedback can be inconsistent when you enter these awards, which is understandable. Mm. Um, but it's pretty hard to say that judging is inconsistent when Moffat Beach win every fucking competition every fucking yes. time. Like, Jesus, yes. they're doing something right. And yeah, the judges absolutely. are doing something right too if if, if yes. they recognise that. Yes. Uh, I'll take DJ's point in that in, in some competitions you get some shitty feedback. So, you know, the, the judge feedback will say, it, it, they'll basically copy and paste different judges on the panel and put that to the feedback that goes back to the brewer. And it's like um, the, the the feedback will be, um, uh, you know, uh, the too bitter, not bitter enough, and it's in the same comment. Right. You know, or too dark, not dark enough. Yeah. Um, uh, and that sort of thing. And, um, and that's shits, but that's... But one of the things that I worked really hard on over the judging was sitting down with judges and making sure that they were putting in good feedback and that sort of thing. One judge in particular, oh, I I I would call out for most improved judge. Oh, I thought you were about the, to call out like the worst judge. Like that'd be so much no, better. No, for no, no. I got I got to, I got to call out the <laughs> the most improved judge in in my opinion, and also Chris Sheehan, Craig Shaco's opinion, uh, was Fergus from Crimal. That's very cool. He absolutely fucking destroyed those two that day, those two days of judging. Wow! And cool. his his notes were excellent. Um, I don't know how his variance is. We we tried not to make that a thing with the judges. We didn't want them to be aligned on scores. We just want them to score the beers how they saw it. Yeah. Um, but we we do get a variance report out of it. Um, but I remember judging with him like uh, about probably three years ago, maybe twenty twenty, uh, and that sort of thing. And he was just writing maybe five words on a beer and that sort of thing. Yeah. He's writing some very descriptive and very, very helpful notes to the brewers now. And it was some of the best that I saw. And to see that sort of improvement is is absolutely phenomenal. He that's awesome. He and I and I and I was thinking about how did that happen? But the thing is, is that I always see him at, you know, the QABC judging. He's always at Gold Club judging. He's Dude, he is practicing. He's everywhere. You know where else he was yeah. this week? 
Where? At my roastery, picking up coffee. Fuck. What's he doing there? Motherfucker gets around. He's been there, he's been there twice. He's been there more than anyone else in the beer industry. Wow. Ever. That's impressive. Except for Toshi. Toshi's been there a few times because he works down yeah. the road. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, he's um, he's, he's everywhere. He, he's, he's everywhere all he's, the time. He's done a great job, and 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 I'm was seriously impressed with um with with what he was doing. So yeah, very very happy. He, he That's really cool. Be very very proud of himself. So. Nice. We had, cool. we also had like, that's one of the things we focused really hard on. So if you're a brewer and you've entered that competition and you're listening to this, uh, my job this weekend is to go through a 630 page PDF and, um, uh, and review all of the judge notes to make sure there's none of that sort of silliness in there. Um, yeah. and to, to tweak them to sort of take massage those things, not to take them out, but I need to massage them a little bit. Um, and so that we can get judge feedback out. So, because ARBA entries close next Friday. So, yeah. It was very good. Do you like my T-shirt, by the way? Wow, that is so sick. Yeah. It's unofficial Currumman Valley Brewing merchandise. Why don't I they have created. a John Deere green tractor though? I mean, no, 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 no. Do you know what this this is? It's Smokey's tractor. It's Smokey's tractor, exactly. Yeah. So I had my graphic designer make this t-shirt design up. And then um Craig from Thirsty Merchants gave this to me for my birthday. How sick is that? Well, how how's Smokey going? Are they they were good. Give him a fucking get them on the pod. Are they good? He's going all right. He's he's got a lot of things going on in his life. That's so he's injured himself. He was wearing a moon boot this week. Again. Well, no, he's still he he they're basically he's it's still got complications from when he Jesus. got the fence and sort of yeah. thing. So he got pretty badly injured from that incident. So she get those boys on. I love those two. They're the best. They, yeah, they're good boys, yeah. Um, all right, well. You know, the coolest thing about this is you look at that screenshot of um, what we're looking at right now, the winners of those awards, and it's like a throwback yeah. to me. It's like yeah. it's like kind of like hope for the industry. Like we've been, well, we haven't necessarily been criticized, but we have been our own critics of being too negative about what's going on because we fucking have been reading the news out and it's all mm -hmm. been fucked. Mm -hmm. But you have, have a look at that lineup. Like a lot of these breweries are breweries that go back quite a long time. Yes. And... They're all doing fucking well. Exactly. And that's awesome. Exactly. It's great to see. This is a good news week. It is a good news week. Yeah. That made me feel good to see this. I wasn't there, but to see it, I was like, that is so fucking cool. Especially the hiker thing, but just just everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Even stomping ground in there. Like, they're, they're always come up and stealing our awards, the motherfuckers, but it's, it's cool to see them in there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. All right. So let's do the... So really hand up... Dude, I've got... No show notes because right. we don't care about news anymore because it's all nah. back. Yeah. But I've got a thousand Hendo reacts and we've probably got right questions. Yet. But should we? Should I, should I do some Hendo reacts? Yep. No yeah. worries. I'll turn share sound. You have to share sound always. Uh, there we go. Can you see me? I can. Can you do the the thing where the, where you're the big head in the thing? Oh. How do you do that? Is that hard? Oh, there you go. You're the big, yeah, you're the. Like yeah. that? Yeah, fuck yeah. 
That's good. Cool. <laughs> I can see can what's you, going on there. Can you actually, look up there? You know what would be cool? Because we could use this like on like TikTok or whatever. If we like shrink yes. us both down, I don't know how do we do that. Yes. I don't know how we do that. Shrink both shrink of your, us down. Maybe shrink your window size down. Maybe I can't do that. You can't do that. No. Oh. What if, you what? You you're get. like maximum you get. fucking width. You Why get what so you get. Wide? Let's go. Let's have a look Why? here. X.com. Is that Twitter? Yeah. Formerly known as whatever it was before Twitter. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. F1 race through San Francisco. Is it Formula One? Yeah. It's AI. Oh, watch out, watch out. Oh, they're going under the bridge. Oh, it's AI. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fake. All right, you picked that up pretty quickly. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can see like the um yeah. the, the Golden Gate Bridge and then it sort of went under it. It was like, that's not how San Francisco works. Yeah, no, you picked up that very quickly. That's fair. And also the V10s as well, the V10 sound. Yeah. All right, Instagram. Guy in a canoe. Oh, oh. Oh, there's a guy in a, in a canoe and he's flipped himself over and he's holding a pint of beer and he's actually flipped himself underwater, but he's managed to keep half the beer. That's pretty good. That's so he flips pretty. himself over, slides the beer across the canoe, then flips himself back up. That's impressive how they do that, hey? Very impressive. Like solo man. A few takes, I'd say. Very cool. By the way, Very cool. Can, you, can I just fill you in on how this works? Like... We what? will do our podcast, and then I will yes. be on TikTok the next day, and I'll see some shit. Yes. I'll be like, this would be good for Hendo Reacts, and I'll Hendo put Reacts, it in the, yes. in the notes, right? Mm-hmm. So towards the end of these are ones that I thought were relevant closer to the episode, but some of these ones just random okay. weird shit. That's all yeah, like a good. week ago. Random weird shit's good. Watching the Formula One Grand Prix World's the other day because I couldn't oh, find the remote. Oh, this is good. I've seen this. <laughs> Cars come in for a pit stop. 25 people immediately surround the car. Change all four tires in three seconds. But then I see there's a guy on every pit crew, he doesn't change the tires at all, he's called the jack guy. He lifts the car up and down with the jacks. The cars come in for a pit stop, stop a millimetre away from the front of his feet, and this is what he does. <laughs> That's so good. The cars stop three times a race, max, for a maximum of three seconds each time. So a hard day's work for the jack guy, nine seconds. <laughs> Gets £150,000 a year. There's only 23 Grand Prix in the season, so this guy's put an annual shift of three and a half minutes. <laughs> I was watching the Formula One Grand Prix. Uh, so, that's so true. Oh, I thought Christian Horner was the jack guy, but we don't have to talk about Oh, that. too soon. No, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what have we got here? Oh, iba.org.au. What have we got here? The liquor, New South Wales Liquor Act proposed regulation change. You can't miss the hard solo issue in 2023, and now it's having real repercussions. So this is about the legislation uh, that the New South Wales state government is looking to put in that liquor cannot contain design or packaging that is likely to be attractive to minors. So this is actual legislation. Yeah. As opposed to ABAC. This is new. This is new and it's very serious that that states are are doing this. 
Um, and if it's if, if the liquor is likely for any reason to be confused with soft drinks, confectionery, or the liquor product is for any other reason likely to have a special appeal to minors. So what we're sort of seeing, this is actually pretty serious ramifications here because this is the New South Wales government stepping over ABAC and saying, no, nah, we're regulating. Well, they're not stepping over. They're saying this is a joke and we need no, to no, have a look at have, if you if you compare the wording here to the wording that's in the um in the ABAC code, right? It's very similar wordings. You know, being 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 a, a special appeal appealing to minors oh, and all no, that sort of I, stuff, right? I, no, I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm, when you say stepping over, it's like it's like they're trying to one up them. It's not that. It's just the fact that ABAC is an impotent concept. Well, it. It's 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 if this is starting to happen, of course it's starting to happen. Then, We've talked about this then, so many times. Yeah, it's it's, gonna it's, it's 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 exactly ABAC risks becoming irrelevant if they don't yeah. do something about it. So there's got to be some board members on there who you don't want to see that. They keep getting yeah. their money for. I think probably it should give. Uh, there, there should. Be, it sounds like probably what will happen will be an update to the ABAC code. That that um, you know, if if it's something that sort of is is like a soft drink, then you know, for non-alcohol alcoholic products and stuff like that, that that they they'll probably change the ABAC code in that regard. But it's really really interesting. That, you think that so? ABAC, you don't think you don't think the the legislation will happen? It might. I don't know. I actually don't I know like a lot should, about the actual. It should be legislation. I mean, th th there's so much taking the piss with ABAC. We've talked about it nonstop this whole year. It's not that surprising yeah. that someone's yes. trying to make legislation out of it. Yes. Yes. I think ABACs. You know, there's this. It's it's things have happened. You know, particularly around the hard solo thing and the 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 you know ABAC have taken the interpretation of their code quite literally during pre vetting. Um. And have allowed the release of hard solo, um, because it because it didn't, you know, break any aspect of the code. Um, but yeah. there's but, but but what ABAC do and what ABAC have consistently said is we're here to change to the societal's reaction to stuff, right? And society's I fucking love hard to solo. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no! He's drinking <laughs> one right now. Oh no! I've got a hard solo. Oh my god! <laughs> it's actual hard solo. I got this for my birthday. It's my better. fucking next. All right, fuck it. I'm gonna crack it now. Oh no! Okay, Jesus. Well, the worst advocates for fucking ABAC in the history it's not, of the industry. It's not. It's not that hard rated shit either. It's hard solo, dude. They just released hard solo, um, sugar free as well. Mm. I was going to change the game. The game will be changed. Yeah, you know how many people oh, drink so sugar-free? So good, so good. So many people drink drink the sugar-free shit because they don't like the sugar or whatever. Yeah, I don't know that much about health, but hard solo sugar-free is out now, and it's going to blow people. Hard rated. Yeah, whatever. Hard whatever. But what a great idea! I'd totally be down for that. Hundred percent. So anyway, this is a really interesting. We'll watch how that one uh, develops. Let's jump into TikTok. Yeah, I don't know why I put that in there amongst the, the normal stupid shit I put in here. This shit's what do we got here? Oh, I saw that's this actually one Max too. Verstappen. Yes, that's Max Verstappen being chased by a drone. Yeah. And it's a 300 and 
20 kilometer and 330 kilometer an hour drone. And it's shaped like a penis. It is shaped like a penis, but we don't need to focus on that. It's a very fast drone. Keeps up with Max, no issue. Around Silverstone. The actions in this video are performed by professionals or supervised by professionals. Do not attempt. Yeah, I'm not going to attempt that. That's impressive. That's insane. Over the Silverstone start finish line Ooh. thingo. Group pops corner. That's pretty cool. What are the next two corners called, Dan? I don't know the corners. I don't even know the circuits. Nuggets and Beckets. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. If you had to give me a letter, I probably would have gotten it. Yeah. Well done. Such a good idea. That's pretty cool, eh? It's a fast drone. They don't do yeah. drones during races, though. No, not during races, but still good for content. They have the cable. The cable. Yeah, maybe soon. Um, yeah, maybe. All right, let's have a look here. The final beer today is actually the world's strongest beer. Imported from the UK, starting as a high ABV Scottish-style barley ale, it is then blended with the purest Scottish spirits to create a 75% kind of beer. There is definitely a Scottish bloke after work having three or four of these beers. Best before the 11th of April. 2121. Oh, we got 100 years then to drink this why is the color gone less black? There's nothing that I, I feel like glasses, in my body cool. anymore. This beer is strong. Do not exceed 35 mil in one sitting. Does this shit look like 31 mil? Cheers. Okay, on, <laughs> on zero. Like three, They're two, hammered. one, zero. Okay, you're right, Oh, of course. Three, two, one, zero. Oh, oh, oh. Abby? Grog, yeah. it does nothing. Whoa. Oh, he's... Whoa! Oh, shit, I'm dripping awake. out of his mouth. I'm quite stimulated. Oh, have you seen? Okay. So I've drunk. Um, have you ever drunk Bacardi 151 before? No, but I've got a new red ale right now. Yeah, I can see the red ale, yeah. red red wine ale. So Bacardi 151 is 75 and a half percent. Fuck that! Right? I don't want any piece and of that. I bought a bottle in the states. Yeah, back in the back in the 90s and that sort of thing. It's got like a flame arrester in the top of it. That doesn't catch on fire. Means. It's not oh. got a. It's got a. It's got a mesh thing over the lip of the bottle, so Jesus it doesn't catch on fire. That's a gimmick, yeah. surely. Nope, it catches on fire. It's seventy-five percent. Anything over fifty percent catches on fire. And so, um, what do you mean catches on fire? From what? Well, forty percent. Forty percent alcohol doesn't burn. Oh, catches on fire. If someone lights a lighter in front of it. You mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah, but 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 bottle strength spirits won't burn. At forty percent, I see. But they, okay. but they do at fifty. Okay. Um, and so, I think I'm right there. I could be dead wrong. Uh, that's dead wrong, this motherfucker. I'm sick of being yeah. the one that's dead wrong all the time. Um, and um, uh, so I, I Bacardi one fifty one at seventy five and a half percent was phenomenal. To I had that bottle for ten years, and it was just such a great way to fucking stitch motherfuckers up. It was so good. How do you do that? You give them a shot. A shot. That's it. Oh, and you God. could time people from the moment oh, they drink no. it to the moment they passed out in about 38 to 40. That's not a good idea. That's 43 minutes. So if they've had a few, few well, that's what I bought it in the States. It's illegal in Australia. Yeah. And um, so um, what happens is like you drink it and you spend the first few minutes doing like these guys, guys just going, oh, it's burning, burning, burning. 
and then um uh and then there's the hyperactivity for the next like oh, 25 to 30 minutes and once you get to minute 32 then it starts to slow down and then the person will pass out well it seems like a very fucking bad idea let's not yeah, do that. it's a bad idea absolutely next tiktok I was watching the Formula One. Oh game. no, it's, it's the same one. one. Oh, no, it's sorry. the same one. Sorry, I can't. Oh, there's got to be a fucking. It is the same yeah. one. It's got the same. Oh no, it's different link. Different right, X.com. Yeah. We're back to Twitter again. Yep. Hi, this I'm Ricky Gervais, co-owner of Dutch Barn Vodka, and with me today, Doctor Patterson. Now this is an advert, so you're not a real doctor. No, no, I'm an actor. Like uh, George Clooney in ER. I guess. <laughs> So, Doctor, actor, can you tell us some of the dangers of alcohol? Well, there's loads from uh, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, liver disease, weakening the immune system, digestive problems, depression, violence and accidents. Dutch Barn. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ricky Gervais, uh, co-owner <laughs> of Dutch Barn Vodka. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is it ticks all the boxes with regards to like responsible alcohol i know because it's like it tells you exactly what alcohol does yeah and then it's like dutch bar and vodka <laughs> yeah we have no hope if you're going to start an alcohol business and compete compete with jeremy clarkson and ricky gervais you, you're nah, not happening do it you're fucked couldn't do it <laughs> couldn't do it um except ryan reynolds he can do it oh yeah 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 <laughs> All right, last TikTok. Here we go. Oh, hi. Pass this test to become a Formula One driver. Oh, cool. Thanks. How do you start in Formula One? Daddy's money. Correct. And when you make <laughs> it to Formula One, you become the daddy. Correct. What's the number one term in Formula One? Push, push. Got to keep pushing. Got to push, 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 push. 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 Correct. If you drive for Haas, what are you pushing? Shit up a hill. Correct. Why do drivers have large necks? To hold their big heads. Correct. Every single year, Netflix gets every single driver to say what? That they'll be the world champion. Correct. And what's the likelihood of that? Next to zero. Correct. If you're driving for Ferrari, you should always have a plan B. Or C. Or is it B? Correct. You spend most of the year with your team, around your team, at Grand Prix with the team, all about the team. How do you say your official team name? That's impossible. Correct. What's the national anthem of Formula One drivers? Never enough from the greatest showman. Correct. Apart from winning the world championship what's your number one goal on track beat my teammate correct off track beat my teammate at a cooking contest that the social media team set up correct why are your lap times slow the car's shit correct why are your lap times fast me correct why did you crash say it he crashed into me correct using a modern f1 steering wheel is like writing a novel correct at every grand prix every driver pushes themselves to the to the max correct every Grand Prix, every driver can't get past the max. Correct. Considering the above, what don't you wish for? Grain. Correct. What do you wish for? Rain. Correct. Sex position or Formula One term? Pole position. Formula... Oh, um, both? <laughs> Correct. F1. Correct. The back wing is open. F1. Correct. Park Ferme. Both? Correct. Box, box. F1. Correct. And finally, lights out and away we go. Sex position. Correct. You pass the test. All right, take this. In there, there's a house in Monaco, a private jet, all the girls, copious amounts of pressure, and some memes that'll come back to bite you in the ass every year. Oh, great. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> That was very good. That's pretty that good. That was very, very good. 
I used to, when my kids were younger, we would watch that guy doing Giggle and Hoot. That was his thing. It was like an ABC show. And now he's yeah. doing content. He's very good at it. Oh, my God. Um, I think I just got some good news. Oh, what's happening? You win another trophy? Uh, no, my uh, my uh, niece did. Oh. Uh, she is the, she, she's been in for the last like six or eight months, that sort of thing. She has been in the Rotary Ambassador for the Apple and I need to say this properly because I, I say the bad version, like unconsciously, the Apple and Grape Festival in Stanthorpe. Oh, nice. Not the Grapple and Rape Festival. Oh. Lots of times. It's what the locals call I, it. Hey, I didn't really expect that. All right. Okay. <laughs> Apple and Grape Festival. No, I get it. It starts with Apple. A yeah. start of the alphabet. That's in, easy. In Danthorpe. In Danthorpe. And um, so they have the um, uh, the Rotary Ambassador uh, for the young, or young ambassador for the, like, it's like the, it's like the show, what do they call it? You know, the queen of the show, you know, that. Queen of the show. My niece just won that. What a legend. What do you have to do to win that? Raise a lot don't... of money for charity. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. Like that. And don't be a dick. Yeah. Well, neither of us would probably win that, but that's good that she won it. That's amazing. It's good. She deserves it. She's worked very hard on that. Now, we have some questions, not 12, but we've got a few questions from the group. Uh, let's see what we got here. Because we have no um, actual topics for the week because we don't talk about anything. That's just good news, right? Yeah, just want to bleep <laughs> out what I said before. <laughs> we don't edit the show either. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I blame the hard solo. Mm. 100%. <laughs> it appeals to minors. <laughs> um, all right, we have Paul Metcalf, maths question. Oh, wait, did you see my maths update in the group? No, I started watching uh, it. Well, you liked it. I saw you liked it. So it's not. Yeah, I liked it. I was just like, yeah, because I liked it before I unmuted it. Well, how long did you last from my update? About 35 seconds. That's pretty good. Pretty good. It went for like nearly four, four minutes, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I can talk for a long time about maths, but. There was I a lot of about... like, yeah, go on. If you want to join the discussion of the industry professionals talking about beer, and having a bit of fun, you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boss and the brewer, right? Correct. That's that is true, correct. Right? Yes. Where do you go um, for maths discussion? Well, if if you want to go and think you're going to get beer discussion and just get a look, just a quick update on maths, not like a crazy mm, mm, mm. hour long thing, just like a real quick, short, sharp update. And this is the thing, like, I think I, I will say this I put a poll in the group saying, do you want an update on maths, right? Yeah. And it was like 90% no. Yeah, of course. And he right. went and did it anyway. Well, that's the thing, because Steve Jobs said people don't know what they want until you give it to them. Yes. Right? So he's like, no focus groups. You just got to deliver the goods. And I mm -hmm. feel like I did deliver the goods with that update. Mm -hmm. And it went very well. As far as group group content goes, mm -hmm. might be the best content we've done in that group. Sure. A lot of likes, a lot of comments, a lot of reach. Sounds good. All right, let's get on these questions. Paul Metcalf, Ma Mass question is 
if Ben was to release his song, would it go to number one? Would it need some sick beats added? I would add a sick beat to it, but he's he's got potential for going number one for sure. He's a, he's he's a good guitarist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paul McCarthy. Beer question. Oh, cool. I like that he puts the 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 subject of the question at the start. Mm-hmm. It helps. Yeah. Heads of Noosa Japanese lager. Would it sell more if it was in cans? Or no, I would buy it more often. That's a good question. You can ask that. That's a, I actually had this conversation um, with, oh, I can't remember his name. Here's oh, his name. Andy down at um, Common Ground Cellars uh, today when I went and picked up my Munich Dunkel from Heads of Noosa. Yeah. And um, and I've also spoken to Craig from um, Heads. They love the bottle format. Yeah. They just think it's the old bottle school. format is better and it suits the style and they have, no plan. Well, as far as I'm aware, from the last time I had a chat with them, no plans to change. Mind you, everyone prior to them who had no plans to change, including Coopers and Burley Brewing and Stone and Wood, and all of those, they all, all changed. changed. Well, Stone and Wood still sells the majority of their stuff in stubbies. No, they went. They went heavy into cans. Yeah. All right. Well, what about? Um, you don't have to have a heads of Noosa. Uh, Japanese lager in order to drink Japanese lager out of a can. Newstead Brewing, do a Japanese lager in a can. It's yep. fucking delicious. I'm going to Parenti Brewing. Drink that instead. Drink a, yeah, drink a Parenti, um, you know, pure crisp fucking Hellas. It's fucking smashing. I don't know if they put it into a can though. Oh, this is an interesting question. Um, Go on then. Luke Cooper, you know that guy? Yeah. I've spent a week with him. I spent a week with him and <laughs> judging him. He's he did said, a great job too. He said, question, Colin, did Hendo end up drinking beer out of shoes last night? Ah, that is an excellent question. And uh, what he's talking about is spending time with uh, young Matthew Cuthbert from uh, Revel Brewing Company. Oh, I know that guy. Who has a really bad habit of um, um, getting people to drink beer out of, the, out of a shoe. Well, that did quite see... well too, so he would probably be justified. In... Uh, yeah, Let, let's uh, let's see if I can pull something up here and we can do a endo reacts to that. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, which was Matt Brunson. Videos of Matt Cuthbert is a no Matt Brunson. Oh, okay. So but, uh, I think this is it. Uh, hang on, let me see if I've got this. Okay, let's see if I've got this. So there was a real, um, there was Matt Brunelson from Firestone Walker who was talking about um, um, his heaviest beer festival experience. Oh, and so do you know who Matt Brunelson is? Well, he's from Firestone Walker. Right? He's much. the head brewer of Firestone Walker. Yes, exactly. Let me see if I'll share my screen here and you can uh, have a fucking... I'm very uh, concerned about what I'm going to see here. That's This is Matt Brunelson here. Oh, what's he talking about? Here in the canning hall of... He's very, very talented, very famous brewer and that sort of thing. Yeah. And so he did this. This shot is the guy standing in the middle of it. He's talking this one. He's talking about uh, XPA and that sort of thing. He did one in his stories a couple of days ago. Maybe it's in his reels. Let's have a 
hope it's here. I'm not going to find it. Because he actually talked about his heaviest beer festival experience, right? And his heaviest beer festival experience, he said, I was at a beer festival last year and there was this huge guy with a huge mullet and there was this other guy, huge guy with this beard. Now, Matt Brunson's really fucking short, so everybody's huge, right? So there's right. a huge guy in a huge mullet and this huge guy with a huge beard. And they, normal they, size pest, people. they pestered me for ages to make me drink beer out of a shoe and do a shoey. Do you know the huge guy with the mullet and the huge guy with the beard was? Matty Cuthbert was the one with the beard. <laughs> one with the beard. Who was the guy with the mullet? Who's the guy? Who's the only brewer you know with a fucking sick mullet? Curran? <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> and it was like it was basically that no it was way. basically that format and like oh, Cuzzy posted funny. the video on his story <laughs> and, and then he posted the picture of of him Matty Cuthbert and Matt Brunson. I just went, oh that's, that's cool yeah that's it was funny. really good I can't find that video though yeah oh, God. send us that video oh fine I'll ask Cuzzy that's pretty funny um, right. Yeah, We're so on... that was yeah. I'll, I'll, if I find it, I'll post it on the uh, Facebook group and that sort of thing. So, anyway, so no to answer the question, um, no, I got. I actually he didn't make me. I spent a lot of time with Maddie last night at Netherworld, and he did not make me drink a shoey. And the reason why he did not make me drink a shoey because he knows um, you're a bitch. What? Uh, no, 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 I did last year. I, I drank a shoey last year, huh. and so Fraser from um, Convoy Kegs was there. And Fraser always rocks up with brand new kicks. Oh, always yeah. got brand new sneakers. Yeah, yeah they got some you money. See, he just guys. loves his sneakers. Yeah. And we were sort of last night, we were talking to him, you know, trying to persuade him to do a shoey, and he was not having a bar of it. He did last year, though. And so the reason why Maddie Cuthbert didn't get me to drink a shoey last night is Maddie Cuthbert rocked up wearing thongs. So there was no way to get him to do one back. Well, yeah. So, and I, and I basically That's said to him, mate, you've got no credibility. Or making people do shoeies when you don't wear shoes. So he rocked up last night in thongs. Hmm? You said last night he rocked up in thongs. Yeah, yesterday he he accepted his trophy wearing thongs. He had he got a trophy and he's wearing thongs. Yeah. Wow. That's some gangster shit. Okay. I remember Mazin winning his trophy for the West Coast wearing a hoodie when everyone else is in the suit. Like that was that was yeah. a lot. But thongs, Jesus. Right, Amazing, isn't it? as a reply to the question, Sean Astle says, "Did Jake Harrison mash in another beer at one a.m.?" I actually know the answer to that question. Wow! Um, not just Jake Harrison, but it was Jake Harrison and Mark Howes from at Working Title. Yep. So on the Wednesday night, so after judging, um, everyone uh, we all went over to Working Title. I didn't stay too long because I was pretty pretty tired and that sort of thing. And I went home at a reasonable hour, but Jake was there until midnight. They closed the bar and um, and Mark Howe says to Jake, well, I have to be here at five o'clock to mash in and it's midnight. So fuck it, I'm going to mash in. And Jake goes, yeah, I'll give you a hand. They mashed in, <laughs> at, they mashed in at midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Oh, and so Jake rocked up to the awards ceremony ha having not slept. Mark Howe didn't show up at all. <laughs> um and um so yes he did that is true amazing 
Right. Well done, by the way. Why did my head hurt this morning and how did I get home from Hiker Brewing? We, we don't answer those questions. Oh, the, I know the answer to that question oh, too. You chose geez. to go to Hiker. Yeah, yeah. Right, so so they all rocked up to Netherworld and, um, and then Phil was ready to party, but he wanted to party at Hiker. And I yeah. was like, ah, uh, I love you, but I'm not going to go to Hiker and that sort of thing. That's fair. Because uh, it's kind of out of the way and Matty yeah. Cuthbert was the same. And um, But look, Coop must have gone. So you can't, you you can't reap, hike to Hiker in thongs. You reap what you sow. Mm. All right. Luigi, F1 Bahrain podium predictions. That, that is actually a very good idea. Let's do an, let's do an over-under because we need to yep. up the ante on the over-under. F1 Bahrain podium predictions. Mm. This one's going to be good. Aren't you glad that Formula One is back? Oh, dude, I'm so I'm so glad. Have I've been you started watching Drive to Survive. Yeah, I've started watching. I'm about halfway through that of this podcast I told you about the other week. But right when it got to the Lewis Hamilton thing, it turned into a paid podcast, which is fucked. But then it, as soon as it turned to a Christian Horner thing, it was back being free again. So, how do you have a paid podcast? Well, they just do it. It's, it's, you have to pay. On like, Spotify. Nah, I don't want to pay. Um, pay. I st- I've watched the first episode. I'll probably watch the next episode after this. But the crazy thing is the podcast is like up to date. It's like what's happening yeah. in the last couple of months. The, yeah, Drive right. to Survive is a year ago. Yeah. So it's cool. But what's happening now, it's actually pretty, I don't know. I feel like, I wouldn't say I'm bullish about the season. Because I think Red Bull are probably going to smash everything. But I feel like maybe a little bit of, do you think maybe after practice last night, maybe there might be a bit of competition? I don't know. We'll see. I think um I think we'll see. I'm I'm pretty uh pretty pretty happy um that, that Formula One is back. And so um Quite uh, I'm I'm looking forward to oh god my god. Um and sorry, I had the sound on the other screen. Um I'm looking forward to watching the Formula One. I'm looking forward to the quali. Uh, if I was going to make some predictions. Why don't you do an over-under? So, you, you can call it. You know, you know this shit better than me. You do an over-under for me and I'll I'll go over or I'll go under. On a driver and a position or a result in the race. Any uh, of that. Christian Horner losing his job, any, any of that. Any of that oh, stuff. Did you see that? I saw that, it all. That controversy. Dude, I'm, I'm deep in it. I saw that controversy was terrible. He got, you know, he got like exonerated or whatever. Yeah. And then, and literally twenty four hours later, all the evidence was released to journalists. Did you yeah, see that? Someone, someone's after him. I saw it. Someone's I saw after the text him. Big time. Yeah. Someone's after him. Yeah. They didn't look. I, the text messages I saw didn't look that bad, but maybe pretty fucking innocent to be honest. A couple yeah. of adults engaging in flirtatious messaging. Yes. Let's just chill out. Hmm. I haven't seen all of them, so I can't really say. Yeah. But um, um, anyway, how about um, Ferrari in the t- on the podium in Bahrain? Yep. What one position on the podium? Just one. Over is yes, oh, under is no. Okay. Ferrari on the. This is see, this, oh, this is, is a good one. This is a good it's one. It's a very good, it's a good one. one. It's a very good one because I don't think they will be competitive. But 
one position for two cars in the richest team in the sport, I feel like there's probably every chance they'll get there. God damn, I don't like your questions, Hendo. I'll, I'll say no. Under. All right, right. Lock it in. So no Ferrari in the in the on the podium at Bahrain for yeah. Dan. Yeah. I've locked that in. I put that I put that in. I put that in. Damn it. What do you think? Actually, do you, you think I think yes? I, I think yes. You think they they're good? Yes. You know what would be the funniest result? They've done the a lot season? of laps at testing and um they um yeah, they've done a lot of laps at testing. They have um uh, seem to have good reliability issues. The only thing that's going to let them down is strategy, but they don't have that guy that does the shit strategy. He's gone to, um, can, where's he gone? Uh, where did he go? The guy goes, we are checking that guy. Where know, did he go? But Mercedes topped the fucking practice last night. Did he go that to Brenham? That could be okay. Alpine? No. Oh, he's gone to RB. That's where he's gone. Okay, outside of over under situation, who? What do you think is going to happen in Bahrain? No bets, uh, just like a general prediction. Yeah. Um. It, I think. Um, it's just going to be good just to see some good racing again. I've I've watched the testing, uh, and the and the practices a little bit and that sort of thing. I think we're going to see some very surprising. I think I think Ferrari going to do okay. I think McLaren are going to be okay. I think RB are going to be okay. Not Red Bull, but but RB Visa Cash App, whatever the fuck they're yeah. called. Daniel Ricciardo. Um, because they've effectively got a twenty twenty three Red Bull car. Everyone's just everyone's just copied Red Bull. Except Red Bull, who copied except, Mercedes. Except Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But um uh and uh I think I think we'll see good things out of Danny Rick and, and Yuki Sonoda this year, as I think is my prediction. Yeah. Because I think they've got a good car. So that would be awesome if that's true. Because yes, they've got a good car. Whole... They've got they've got the they've got the power unit from a Red Bull. Um, they've got effectively got, but for the, the, the chassis, they've got a 2023 Red Bull. Yeah. You know, so and they got the Red Bull's best driver, Danny Rick. They do have Red Bull's best, best driver <laughs> and that sort of thing. So, um, I think they'll be, I think they'll be the team, a team to watch, you know, like, you know, that they're not going to have reliability issues because they're running a Red Bull power, you know, a Red Bull powertrains. True. Power unit, yeah. Um, and they're running Red Bull suspension, and they're running Red, Bull, yeah, everything except for the chassis. Two very it's, good. They're basically, they're basically doing a Haas with Ferrari, yeah. But it's Red Bull, yeah. So I think it's one to watch. It's going to be a crazy end of the year, just with the, the whole driver silly season thing, where it's like nothing oh, one year. Yeah. Next year is going to be insane. The yes, whole group is going to be turned up. Well, this end. is the first time in a very very long time ever. I think it is. Where no driver has changed teams. Yeah. From the end of the one season to the start of the next. You know what I'm looking forward to? And it's what? Gonna be maybe a little bit unlikely, but it'd be so funny if this year because Mercedes top practice yesterday, right? 
they're pretty quick. If yeah. it turns out, like Red Bull probably just fucking around and they're probably way quicker, but if it turns out that Mercedes are actually really quick this year and Lewis and Russell have a battle mm-hmm. and Russell wins and Lewis doesn't get his eighth title, but Russell wins the title and then Lewis leaves at the end of this year with the best car mm-hmm. and goes to Ferrari. Yes. You're going to laugh at that, right? That's going to be funny. If that happens. I think uh, that's actually a really good, good, good point, right? So what usually happens in a Formula One team once a driver decides to leave and go to another team is they don't, they, they close up, the team will close up on that, on that driver. Oh yeah. They'll support him. Yeah. But they won't tell him the new stuff that's happening because they know that he, that, that person is leaving. Right. Correct. Yeah. Um, and you'll you will see Mercedes put a lot of effort into Russell this year. And not so they much should for... because Russell is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's doing really good. Yeah. Um, you know, to see to see how he's improved over the years. Remember when he was driving for Williams and he was at Imola and there was this fucking safety car and he spun out on a straight with on, during a safety car and hit the wall. Okay. Like... Right. But he was But now driving... he's very talented. Oh no, 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 that's not that's not history. He was always extremely talented. When he was driving for Williams, every time Claire Williams would get interviewed about their drivers, she would basically say, I really fucking hope George doesn't leave because he is fucking awesome. Mm. And that was when that team was collapsing because yes. they, they would just didn't have the money. Yeah. Um he was always awesome. Mm. Let's be clear about that. He was he wasn't yeah. shit before and he's good now. He was always yeah. awesome. Yeah, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, he's 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 got some maturity now. He's got some, uh, some 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 seasons under his belt. He's gonna be. He'll do well. And then he'll be joined by Carlos Sainz next year, and that'll be a fucking dream team. You think that's gonna happen? Oh, why not? Oh, that's perfect. I would choose that lineup if Lou if if Lewis is not my guy to like. As a, from a company point of view, because mm. I feel like he was the best guy from a company point of view. Yes. If he's out, science is a fucking awesome driver. Yeah, yeah. It's a great yeah. story. Yeah. Who else would you choose? He's, he's the guy. Yeah. You choose Ricardo or no? Well, no, he, Ricardo's going to stay with a Red Bull team. So, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. I don't think science will go to um, Mercedes. Yeah, I think so. What's their reserve? What's their reserve? That there's some of the guys. Well, they've got some. Young it won't guy. be Mick. It won't be Mick Schumacher. It's going to be no, somebody no. Else. They've got a young guy who's like 17, who's a freak. Yeah, he would probably be awesome next year. Uh, Laurent Meckies. Yeah, is the guy from Ferrari's that we are checking, and yeah, he's running cool. RB now. Um, right, Lucy Evelyn. Question: How much would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck? Lucy, come on, say, that's a shit post. Yeah, that is That's a shit post. post. Yes. That's fair. All right, now Daniel Pinto has replied. Who's got a trophy, by the way, up his he's sleeve. He's a trophy-winning brewer, so we need to treat this reply with a lot of respect. He says, I guess a woodchuck would chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Dude, we need to <laughs> elevate the questions nice. that are coming through yeah. the group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, this is actually really interesting. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Lauren Meckes, and he used to be the T 
team principal for no was he was he team principal or was probably he not probably not that seems on very unlikely he was no, no he was in he was in Toro Rosso Okay. Should wrap this up? Yeah. He's <laughs> like staring off at some article. But no, no, I'm looking at Lauren Mickey's. Um, good to talk to you on a Friday evening. And um yeah. who we got next week? Oh, do we actually have a guest? We have a guest. We do well, have we, a guest. We have organized a guest and we've organized it a week in advance. So yeah. Um, so Dan will post on the day of the um, uh, podcast, which will be back to the usual time of Thursday. Uh, but we have Mark Feathers from Pickled Monkey Brewing Company who have recently done a crowdfunding um, off, not on virtual. So you're no. really weirded out by that. And... Um, uh, he's going to talk to us about how to raise uh, raising funds and building a brewery in the midst of you know lots of other stuff going on. So what, and what and Mark and I have known each other yeah. for years. He's he's a he's a very very good operator, and I'm really looking forward to the chat with him. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I w I would I had I had one night with Mark and when Black Ops was taking off, and uh, I, I, let's just not say anything about it, and let's just see if he remembers. I'll be intrigued. <clears throat> was I there? No, no, no. We, we just randomly had like a beer on tap at his venue. We rocked up and him and his missus were there and it was the best night ever. But um, I just he's feel a, like I'd be surprised fun, if he remembers because this probably happens a lot to him. It was memorable he's for me. So, he's he's so good. Good. He's he's excellent to hang out with. So Yeah, it was a good time. Excellent to hang out with. And, he's, and he's just... we're, we're being more positive and we're having more guests on. So we're not just sitting back whinging about shit. So, you know. Yes. Yeah, it's good. We're, we're just doing gonna what the people want. Do good shit. We're doing what you ask. So, exactly. you know, if you don't complain. Correct. And also, just based on the traction of that maths video that I put in the group, like the, the, the comments, the likes, you know what I mean? The, yeah. That's a word. 100%. Impressions. Good traction, yeah. right? That little maths yeah, update. Absolutely. Yeah. So a bit more of that, do you think? Or um, yeah. Yeah, we'll just do more, good shit. More maths updates. Okay, I, I got the message loud and well, No, no maths. No maths. Fuck the Wait, maths. No, no, yeah, but good good quality no. content. No. no. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. It, there was 90% that said no. Yeah, but but you saw the reaction to the actual content. It's a good traction, right? The, the comments. Yeah, because people just wanted you to stop. <laughs> I want this podcast to stop. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See you next week.